0: Monday, May 25th, Memorial Day. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and the Lord, Jesus Christ. You know, this as the last week of May presents itself to me as somewhat unique. I have never lived through a global pandemic. I imagine you're in, in the same space. And most often Memorial Day, it it tells me that there's something joyful ahead. I, uh, without any shame, love the summer. Oh. I, I grew up in San Diego, which means that most of the year, I had access to... Um, the waters and that was such a gift but to go into the waters you had a, a wetsuit and the summer meant um, that there was no wetsuit and memorial day meant that summer was ahead and that school was also coming to a close and yet for many of us school has already come to a close and now there's murmurs questions to do we need to shift the academic calendar? Do, do we need to um kind of get ahead of cold and flu season? This this whole season is is shifting the ground beneath our feet. These fixtures that have set the rhythms of our lives in past seasons are are now gone. So are we are we like safe? Well, I just want to remind us of this one thing. And it comes from just a, a beautiful thinker, follower of Jesus, Ronald Rollheiser, he says, perhaps the most important thing we ever need to learn is this. It is safe to love. And maybe maybe that strikes you as an as an odd corollary to talking about summer and rhythms and where we find ourselves in this cultural moment, but if we don't know that it is safe to love, then we also won't know that it's safe to be vulnerable. We won't know that we're able to give ourselves over in trust. We won't know that it's safe to surrender because as followers of Jesus, we fall into the grace of God, not into his condemnation. We need to know that it's safe to be weak because in our weakness, God's strength is made perfect. So I I think it's worth saying again that the most important thing we ever need to learn is this, it is safe to love. And yet I am right there with you that that is perhaps one of the most difficult things to sit with. That our world in Christ is a safe place to be. See, distrust and self-protection, opposite sides of the same coin, I would say, they are everywhere. So it's hard to let ourselves be vulnerable, let alone to trust that it is safe to love. And yet, what I'm getting at here is what Rolheiser goes on to, to get it it's this idea that vulnerability and surrender that that's actually what we what we most deeply desire. And so today on this little podcast where we are are looking at the landscape of our hearts and just recognizing that we need a guide sometimes to to see the signpost that that points us to the faithfulness of God. Perhaps this can be that for you today. A reminder that God is is a God who actually makes space in Himself for us. Last week we we talked about God being our refuge. This past Sunday we we talked about the power of God in His presence. This forthcoming Sunday we're going to continue to to talk about that here in our little local church right here in, in Des Moines of of Jesus casting out a demoniac I mean this is is it a, is it a thing like is it a coincidence is it is it God's providence? I don't even know, but like on Pentecost Sunday we, we're going to be talking about the power of God in the face of cosmic evil. you see to step into all of that. We must feel safe to love. We must trust. And as I'm as I'm saying this, I'm I'm so aware that that right where you are, some of you you have no bandwidth to trust because you have been deeply wounded by those who you did give your trust to. And for that I I'm like from, from my heart, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry that you have to look with suspicion that there's caution that precedes every relational interaction. And if that's where you find yourself this morning, let, let, let me just set these, these little questions before you. How do we move toward trust? How do we, as, as Henry Nouwen puts it, move from the house of fear to the house of love? How do we get there? Well, this takes a lifetime. It's not like you trust Jesus yesterday and you're a saint today. No, this this is a journey. And right now, we are in this crucible moment, you might say where the pressures are all around us, the fixtures in our rhythms, they've, they've just gone away. There is no rhythm. The home, the place that used to be our respite, we're there all of the time now. You see, we ask this question, how do we get to the place of trust? And the answer is, it takes a lifetime. Because things like surrender, abandoning our our attachments and clinging to God, they, they take deep work. And so this right here, this is just a step. This is not the full thing. And so I just want you to imagine for a moment with me. You have this beautiful imagination that God has, has given as a way to like, see him and know him more fully. Imagine in this moment that God is with you, the God who spoke peace and order in, into existence out of those dark, chaotic waters, that that God is with you and that he has the type of love that you've been longing for. The love that doesn't lead towards abandonment, the love that, that won't actually leave you hanging, the love that fulfills, that that love is embracing you. Now ask yourself this, what does that feel like? And I just would invite you to sit in this, to ask of yourself, Father, what does your love feel like? And so to be here with you in this moment and just kind of have this be a springboard of a moment of prayer for you, I'm just going to simply pray and we're going to have a moment here with just some music underneath for you to sit and ask that question of what does your love feel like? Now let us pray. A lifetime seems too long. And yet, Lord, here we are in this step of this journey, and we ask that you who are faithful would meet us. So come, Holy Spirit, meet us with the grace and mercy that you alone give in the name of Jesus.